everybody. Erev Shabbos, Vayelech, Shabbos Shuva. A word about Shuva. I once had this thought upon either listening or reading about a fellow by the name of Yossi Wallace. Yossi Wallace has been for a few decades already the CEO of Arachim. You know, Arachim is the organization that they reach out, they make seminaries, seminars, and make themselves available for people, and they've been a very, very big cruel force for the Jewish people over the last few decades. So either uh, when, we, when he spoke in Telstone in the day once, or possibly in his book, there's a book that was written about him called Incredible, and I think Incredible 2 came out, and I think they're coming out with an Incredible 3 as well. So this guy, you know, after describing the first part of his life when he was, you know, like a gang member, mafia type of fellow, and uh, then he made it big, you know, he had, you know, had, he was comfortable with money, had been in the United States for a while, he was back now in Israel, <clears throat> was standing online to buy a piece of chaza, and then he had this, uh, came to him about his grandfather, that his grandfather had given up his life in World War II, in the camps, that he shouldn't have to eat a piece of chaza, and here he's standing online to buy chaza. So that knocked, uh, it knocked some sense into him, and he became a Baal Tshuva. After joining the first Arachim Seminary, Seminar, excuse me, after joining the first uh, Arachim Seminar, and that led him, he immediately became the CEO of its, of the entire enterprise, and he's taken it to a very, very uh, big and you know, well-oiled organization. So I remember when he was describing to me the process of tshuva, but he was describing to the congregation, to the people. So he said three stories about himself. He said that, you know, he didn't know, he didn't know anything. So he described how, you know, one day he heard something about, uh, he, he was in front of his house in Ranana, I believe, and he was, you know, doing some gardening. And the film guy that was next to him, who knew that he had been a uh, Baal Tshuva, had become a Baal Tshuva, so he tells him, you know that it's Shnas HaShmita, it's the seventh year, and in the seventh year we don't do any gardening. So, he didn't understand, so he thought he had to, like, uproot all his, uh, anything that he had over this. He starts uprooting everything. You know, like, he didn't know how to, he didn't have a fork and knife with which to eat this piece of information of his about what Shnasa Shemitah is all about. He made a decision that he's got to have some books now. So he's got no books, no Jewish books. So he goes with his station wagon, <laughs> he drives to the farm store, and you could just imagine how, how happy the farm store owner was when he tells him, 
Okay, listen, here, I'm opening up my station wagon. Put in everything that a Jewish home has to have. And the guy filled it up, you know, with a shas and a rambam and a yushalmi and a mara, whatever, you know. So, a third thing this guy told, which is a cool story, is that uh, he told the story about his first aliyah. So he gets an aliyah, and they show him how to make the brochus. But then afterwards, the guy, the gabai, makes for him a mishabeyach. So when he makes the mishabeyach, so they come to, you know, Yavarach and Zavazir, Bavur Sheh, because this fellow will, and then, you know, the people, like, he has no idea, he's never had an aliyah in his life. So the, the guy, they tell him, you know, you're supposed to, like, donate some money now. Uh, how much money would you like to donate to the shul? So he says, 18,000 shekel. So, <laughs> so, like, you know, he thought that, you, you know, like, for a bishabero, you donate 18,000 shekel. So this is about tshuva. About tshuva is funny. About tshuva is strange. About tshuva is unexpected. It's all... It's just strange, and that's why normally, very often, you'll see a Baal Tshuva and be behaving, and he'll do the unexpected, because you don't expect to see this from this fellow. That causes us very often to laugh, right? That's, that's really the sub, that's the secret of Tzchok. Let's say, by Yitzchok, Yitzchok. Right? Because Sarah laughed because it was impossible. A hundred-year-old woman is going to have a baby, it's not it's unexpected anything unexpected the whole the whole the whole power of a joke is if it's unexpected if it's expected then it's not funny right that's why the month of adar uh the month of purim is 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 relative is related the it says in sefer yitzir is related to tzchok because it was the impossible that happened the unexpected after Haman had made a gzera lahashmi lahari so it turned over bidiyukafuch and ahapechu on Haman and his cohorts in Amalekim. So tshuva should be a process that has some uh, something amusing about it when you know when you see tshuva, if it's real tshuva. Now, when I think about our tshuva. For many of us, who Baruch Hashem, you know, we're not coming from where this Yossi Wallace was coming. Thank God we keep Shabbos, we daven three times a day, we learn, we do all the things that we need to do. Right? But nonetheless, nonetheless, we have to find a spot, a place where our tshuva is real tshuva. And it's not real tshuva, I think. It's not real tshuva unless it's something that's funny. You know, even even in in our in our circles, uh, I know that uh, you know if I come with my chavusa every day to learn at three fifteen, and one day I walk into the base medish with my chavusa at two o'clock, so the guy will have somebody will have a wisecrack and say, "What are you doing here now? Like you don't belong here." It's funny, like what are you doing at two o'clock? So, you know, in order for tshuva to be real tshuva. It's got to be something that 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 the person, the onlooker, the onlooker would be able to say, "Hey, wow, look at that! This is that's a big change." So 
In other words, if it's something that doesn't arouse, wouldn't be able to arouse some sort of reaction, then I don't know if we've, we've managed the tshuva. In other words, I'm not saying that we have to, you know, our rebellion, our our gedolim have taught us that, you know, you make a Kabbalah or two or three or whatever it may be. But the Kabbalah has to be a Kabbalah. It's got to be a real tshuva. I'll give you an example, but I think, maybe. Let's say a guy, till now, he has been always... Like when it comes time for Alayna Lushabayach, his children are already in his, in his, uh, in, this, in, the, in the holder, and the talus is folded up, he's on his way out, and he says Alaynu while he's walking out of the shul, what we call Tfilas Adarech, right? Suddenly the guy makes up, and, and nobody has ever seen this guy say Alaynu with his two feet on the ground. Suddenly a person will decide, wow, uh, you know, Elena is so important. Elena, that Rizal says, that's what brings the Shefa down. All the Shefa that, that a person creates during his davening is brought down when you bow down by Vanachu Koyim and Bishtachim and All the Shefa comes down. So a person says, you know what, I'm going to change. I'm not going to be the same way. I'm not moving when I say Elena. So then somebody will see that, and you'll see this behavior, and you'll say, oh, wow, that's really funny. Look what happened to him. <laughs> this guy who couldn't sit still during Oleinu, he's actually standing still. Or maybe it's the guy that comes late to davening, you know, who never came in before Baruchu, and suddenly he's here five minutes before davening. That's, wow, wow, look at that. It's, it's got to be something that would be able to attract attention. If it's not attention tracking, if it can't attract attention, then I, I don't know if it really falls into the category of what tshuva is. This is just a thought that I have about tshuva. Uh, we got to learn what tshuva is from the ballet tshuva. So if, if, if by the ballet tshuva, when they do tshuva, it's amusing. So our tshuva, our tshuva also has to have a little bit of a, uh, an ingredient of being amusing as well. Uh, at least in that particular detail that we're trying to fix up and try trying to perfect. So in the meanwhile, I'm going to wish you all a good Shabbos Shalom and we should hear good news only. Call to Bye bye.